Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Tim and Laura. I'll get them started here. I think people are nervous. I don't want people to think I'm weird. When things happen to you that yeah. you can't explain, it's almost like, okay, who do I tell? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to think I'm crazy. Exactly. So you wait for your one weirdo friend like myself who's all about hearing it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, tell me the story. I'll hear it. Uh, this, I mean, and this one's it's pretty simple, okay. yet it was a jaw drop for all of us in the conversation. And you said this happened just recently, right? Uh, yeah, like last week. I was at a gathering, chatting with some friends that I hadn't seen in a while, catching up on all the kids and all of that. And they said that one of their sons had a date that uh, they met online. And uh, that's pretty typical anymore. Yeah. yeah. I said, "Well, how did that go?" Very well. In fact, they're they're having another date in just another couple of days. Oh, nice. uh, I said, "Well, that's nice. I'm happy for them." And out of the blue, I just said, "Is she Asian American?" And they looked what? at me I'm, like I knew I was right for some reason. They're like, yeah, how did you know that? I said, I didn't, and I don't know why I say that. That just came out. Of, I mean, that's oddly specific. Like, you didn't I say, know. like, oh, is she blonde? Right. Or, oh, is she tall? tall or or short. is she in the medical field? Like, right. what, where would that have come where, where would any of that have come from? I had this vision, vision for some reason. Their son, who I haven't seen in a few months... I had no idea he was dating online. Him together with wow. the scout. And they Listen, looked at me like, what is going on? You get yourself a little crystal ball. <laughs> I'll let you borrow my tarot cards because I don't oh. think I'm very good at them yet. Yeah. And then you can just set up a little shop. There's an open room there at the station somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. So see now, have you had an incident like that? Share it with us. Did you see Jason's? He said, one of my boys, three at the time told me there was an old angry man named John in my one bedroom and he said I was getting mail for a guy named John what, what? Jason pulling our leg there that's, see, that's unexplainable what is that mm-hmm. about well and I think that's the key so you, you when you have weird things that happen to you first of all you have to roll out everything was there an open window yeah. that caused a draft that caused things to move on their own mm-hmm. was there you know a, something in your house that made a noise that you go oh okay well that was a leaky pipe or that was sure. the, you know it was raining and so there was a something that happened because of that but once you roll all that other stuff out then you just go, I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe there's a ghost. I don't know. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Well, let's talk about Angie's video she sent on Paranormal Day. This is in her kitchen. Yeah, she said she had some paranormal events going on in her home, but didn't really believe it until it started happening. And then she said that they brought in the Odyssey Paranormal Society. What? I love it already. And she said that they had them come out and check it out. They set up all their equipment and left the house for the night. They picked up several voices that could not be explained. And this is just one of the many videos of the paranormal things happening that are in the home cameras caught and if you watch that video what is opening that cupboard door although i will say this is a very polite ghost because whatever they opened the cupboard for at the end they kind of closed it again (laughs) so maybe a little bit more polite and responsible than some people in your house do just leave things hanging wide open look at it i ate all the angie and let me tell you angie thank you first of all because you have now uh, given me material to waste all kinds of hours for many days (laughs) on the odyssey paranormal society.com slash cases and 
her story is one of the featured cases called The Judged. But I'm scrolling and scrolling and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to know what's up with that one and that one. And that. so, yeah, I'm going to be busy for days now. <laughs> Angie's here in Wilmer. What do you do here in town? I actually do photography and I homeschool my kids. Okay. Thank you for that video. But that is only one of many things. How did you find out about this Odyssey Paranormal Society to have them come check out your place? Um, I actually posted something on Facebook and a guy that I was friends with who was actually part of the Paranormal Society and he offered to come over and take a look because they thought it was interesting so reached out i don't know if that's good or bad angie to have the paranormal (laughs) people reach out to you like your house is so unexplained (laughs) we're coming is that okay (laughs) so aside of the because on the tease on their website they talk about objects moving well we saw the cupboard door but then voices what did they hear um they heard a little kid asking a question and then, like, a guy saying he was guilty. And then, like, a few other things. Like, we've heard babies crying in the vents and stuff. Do you have babies? That- uh, no, not here. We have <laughs> not little with- ones. But- uh, well, and Angie, let me ask you this. So, obviously, this is your home. Do you, it, does it frighten you? Or have you just kind of learned to live with the, the others that may be there? What, what's the deal? I think I've learned to live with it. But my kids, not so much. Oh, see. Yeah. yeah. On the site, they have audio, and I haven't previewed this. You mentioned the one guilty. I want to see if we can hear that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was whispered. Guilty. (laughs) What? Now, Angie, were you hearing, or how did you even, the, the very first thing that you noticed, because Tim and I were talking earlier, there's always things that you go, oh, what was that? Right, Could that be a night. ghost? And then you go, oh, okay, the window was open, it blew over, you know, something on the kitchen table or something like that. But what was the first thing that you noticed that you went, oh, that's really weird, and I can't really explain that? Well, my son, he was born, and he was probably nine months, because he was able to stand up in his crib, and he would scream and scream and point, and he would not sleep like we went to the u of m for a sleep study we couldn't figure out why he wouldn't sleep but as he got older he kept telling us he would see people in his room and then on his baby monitor one night he started screaming and i picked up the monitor and i could see someone in his room no which i have i have a photo of that I just got goosebumps. I did too. What in the world? Yeah. I'm reading more on these audio clips online here. Uh, Mike tries to get the spirits to understand that if they want to stay in Angie's house, they have to leave the family alone. First voice that comes on says, their house. A little hard to make out. And after that, if Mike asks if they understand, and another voice says, all right. I just want to see if we can pick up on this. Listen closely. Or you're going to have to leave. This is their home. Do you understand that? All right. (laughs) You're okay. They're uh, spending another night in the house, are you? (laughs) Yeah, we got... Yeah, we've gotten used to it. We thought it was a farmhouse that we lived in, so we moved out of there. And we moved over here by Rice Care Center in Wilmer, probably almost seven years ago. And it's been going on the whole time we've lived here. Okay. So wait, it it started in the farmhouse and now is in this house? Yeah. 
Oh. Um, I thought it was the house because it was kind of a creepy old farmhouse. But Right. No, I have to look up Rice Care Center oh. here. Okay, all right. I, I know where that is. Over by, uh, like, the ball field at the Stingers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Angie, I hope it's okay. When I come in town, they always put me up in a really nice hotel, but I'm going to bypass that this time, and I'm just going to come over with my own, like, a Ouija board, yeah. and, like, let's, let's, I'm going to be at your house, okay? <laughs> I hope that's all right. Hope you don't mind. If you want to check out Angie's story, it's at odysseyparanormalsociety.com, and then uh, under projects, yours is called Judged. I mean, yep. go see what's going on in Angie's oh. house right here in Wilmer. Thank you for sharing that on this paranormal day, Angie. I don't know if we can top that, but that's amazing. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. I saw that uh, your lovely wife uh, did a heart emoji on our paranormal post Mm. on Facebook. I I know she kind of digs the haunted hotel thing. She likes that thing, yeah. I told Laura, as long as I've known you, Uh I'm not sure I could say for certain whether you buy into the Uh. ghosts and paranormal. (laughs) Until a ghost is tickling my nose with a feather, I'm not buying it. (laughs) (laughs) You sound just like Alex, because that's what he always says. He's like, you know, it's not that I'm not open to it, but none of this has ever happened to me, so mm. until it does, I'm not buying it. Free your mind, Todd. Is that what it is? Yeah, the yeah. rest will follow. That's hard to do, man, at this age, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's hard to get it started in the morning is the thing, too. Alex, being the left brain lawyer listing A personality type, is not buying it. But no, he, he so might he, be missing it, is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I think he is so focused all the time on what he's doing that he sees nothing around him. So I said, I've had experiences in your house. There's no reason that you wouldn't have it. You're just, you're so not looking. So the one night I was having trouble sleeping. So I was on the couch. Cat was with me. So we, mm. we can roll out that the cat was doing this. And the dog was in with him, although the dog could not get on top of the refrigerator. So I'm in the kitchen. And it was one of those nights, and you've been there, I know many many times where you just you're tossing you're turning you cannot get to sleep and finally i'm just about to sleep when i hear coming in the kitchen and i'm like what is going on now what who is making noise so i toss the blanket and i storm into the kitchen (laughs) you can picture it right and i see two packages of ramen noodles on the middle of the kitchen floor from above the refrigerator where they are in the multi-pack cardboard box wrapped in plastic. Boy. There's no way that those have slid off. They've been tossed off, right? And I think to myself, you have got to be kidding me. I wasn't even afraid at that time. I was just mad. <laughs> so I said, not tonight, ghost. And, not tonight. And again, and I took the cats yeah. were... Uh, Cat was with me with on the couch. You. So I take the two packages and I put them on the counter and I go back to the couch and I nestle in and I think, okay, I can do this. I can go back to sleep. And what do I hear? (laughs) Again. And I was like, you know what? You can toss all those off there. I'm not getting up again. So in the morning now, Alex wakes up and he's like, why is there soup on the floor? I'm like, you know what? Your ghost. You explain that. Don't make me explain it (laughs) to you, my man. Facebook.com slash your morning show. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 morning show. We're doing paranormal uh, chats here on Facebook.com slash your morning show. We've got a 
sort of a surprise coming up. But first, you've seen a couple other new ones, uh, one or two that are interesting. Yeah, there. in fact, keep your stories coming on the Q102 Morning Show Facebook page because I'm reading one here from Nicole. She had a couple different things. But the one was, she said this happened when she was younger, and there was about 10 or 12 kids Playing with a Ouija board. Oh, you boy. Know what happened. Yep. But she said it was in broad daylight at a park in Marietta. And she said, we're around there and we start to hear this little girl crying. And it wasn't one of us. And it sounded close, but then distant at the same time. So she said she decided to go check it out. And another one of the kids volunteered to go with her. So she said we were headed towards the sound, which was coming from a grain elevator that was no longer in use. So as we got closer... The cries turned into more of a growling sound. She said, I've never heard it before. And just as I was about to the door, the rest of the kids came running over and screaming, telling us to get away from there because the Ouija board said we were in danger. She said, I had to almost be carried away because I really wanted to go in and see what was inside there. She said she never figured it out. And eventually the city burned down the grain elevator because they said it was, quote unquote, a hazard. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. Adrian Lee, this is a name we know in this area. He's been on before from unscriptedparanormal.com. He goes around to towns in southwest Minnesota and sees what comes up. And I I messaged Adrian, (laughs) I'm like, hey, any chance he'd be available here in a bit? He is. Adrian, good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm well. Meet Laura McKenna, my morning show partner. Hello, Adrian. Hello, Laura. How are you? <laughs> Great. I told her, oh, when we had him on once, uh, there's something even about Foot Lake. It's not because it's shaped like a foot, but there was a farmer and there was some investigation. Is my memory correct on that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. If you go to the golf course, which is next door to your radio station, yeah. there, I think the tent pole was where his cabin used to be. Solomon Foote was one of the leading pioneers during the U.S.-Dakota War, and he had to leave his farm, and he ended up in Melrose uh, in Stearns County, and he's actually buried out there. But we did an investigation on the golf course where his cabin used to be and got a lot of information coming through. I have to tell you, that's the best investigation I've ever done. Really? It was a lovely summer's day. We were by the lake. I even got the golf course to give me a buggy to drive out there. <laughs> You've got to remember that normally I'm in a basement in the dark, in the, <laughs> yeah. the mould. You know, this was, this, was a, this was a godsend. This was the best investigation I've ever done. Well, what did Solomon Foote have to reveal then when you investigated? Well, he said he was still living in that cabin with his family. And he mentioned that he didn't have any animosity towards the Dakota. He actually spoke Dakota and was friends with them. And I think he got an early warning to leave. And uh, there was a bit of a gunfire. When he got as far as Green Lake, he was in a cabin with some friends and they were sheltering. And they got into a bit of a gunfire for a day or two. And uh, he was so badly wounded, they left him for dead. And uh, he actually revived. There was a very nice Norwegian lady that came along and uh, helped him and he actually met up with his wife again back at the uh, the fort so he had a lot to talk about in terms of the war he said he was still hanging out of the cabin it makes me wonder what he thinks is going on that he's there with his kids and his family on the cabin overlooking the lake with the golf balls right yeah. and you mm-hmm. thought it was the lake was just shaped like a foot no there's a whole story about it and again what you do is right here largely in our listening area around southwest Minnesota. Is there another you can think of that comes to mind that uh, might be right in the area? 
Yeah, not too far from you, of course, is Birch Cooley, where on the 2nd to the 3rd of September 1862, one of the key battles of the Dakota War took place. And we were out on the battlefield and we had ghost horses. We've got recordings of horses neighing. There was over 90 horses slaughtered in the U.S. Army on that particular encounter. And we've had soldiers come through that give us their names on the equipment. And then we go to look them up and find them to be real. These people existed. I've got their mustering out details, their pension details from 1862, all, all at Fort Snelling. And the soldiers on the battlefield give us their names and we research them and find them to be true. Adrian, if you would have taught my history classes back when I was in school, I would have listened. I would have paid attention and got much better grades. I know. Yes. I'm solely listening due to the accent. I can't believe you're listening. Well, to the there's that too. Yes, <laughs> that's right. You did. Uh, you grew up and and went to college in uh, England, right? Yeah, there's no getting around it. I'm, I'm from London, and I was actually a, a history professor. I did actually lecture really? and teach history for 15 years. So the two pastimes, the uh, the ghost hunting and the history side of things, do sit together very well and are very unique together in that sort of mm-hmm. synergy. Do you have a few more moments? Uh, we have in the biz what we need a, a little break, but we'd love to hear more. Can you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to chat about ghosts. I didn't know it was paranormal day until you called me. Well, I'm here for you, Adrian. <laughs> I mean, you know, Adrian Lee, unscriptedparanormal.com. Look him up right now. I'm seeing a video here called The Investigation of the Litchfield Opera, which is just up the road here. I'm going to have to ask him about that. Stick with us a moment for more Adrian Lee on Q102. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Back with uh, Adrian Lee, unscriptedparanormal.com. He's a ghost investigator, paranormal investigator, an author. He's got videos and podcasts that link from that page. And one of them I see, Adrian, is the investigation of the Litchfield Opera House. This is Litchfield, Minnesota, just up the road you're talking about, right? That's correct, yeah. We had an amazing investigation in that building. You may not be aware of this, but two famous actresses started their career in that building and came from Litchfield. One of them was Mary Angel, who was a silent actress of that era. And the other one was Gail Sondergaard. Now, Gail Sondergaard won the first supporting actress role in 1936 for the Oscars, and she turned down the role for The Wizard of Oz, would you believe? What? So Yeah, she was originally going to be the Wicked Witch, and she turned the role down because she didn't oh. want to be perceived as being evil or dark. From Litchfield. So are those two ladies still making their presence known in the opera house, or what did you discover Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, they came through, and they gave me details. They spoke to me. Mary Angel's husband was actually French, and we actually spoke in French through the equipment for a little while. And they come from Litchfield. They're Litchfield natives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked Gail Sondergaard if she was regretful of turning down the role of the Wicked Witch in The Wizard of Oz. And she said that was the worst decision she made, of course. So they're still there hanging out. And if you go to unscriptedparanormal.com, you'll actually find that video. You'll see all the investigation, all of the evidence, and it's all there for you. You, uh, if I remember, you did tarot cards too, didn't you? Yeah, I'm a psychic. A lot of the work I do in these buildings starts off with me being psychic and then having it verified empirically through the equipment. So it's a nice little verification of the work we do. So that works very well in these historic buildings. Let me ask you this question, Adrian, because I did... I was gifted some tarot cards. Oh. I'm very bad at them because I have to. I also have a book, so I look everything up when I'm, you know, trying to flip through. And yeah. is that something that you are just naturally born with, or can I practice and get better? 
The great thing about tarot cards is it gives you a start. So do you remember when you were kids and you got given a sentence and then you had to write the rest of the, the paragraph? Yeah. So tarot cards is a really good starting point for the spirit guides to talk to you to then see where they want you to go and what they want you to do. So to answer your question, you can practice, you can learn the cards, and then in your mind you're thinking, where does this want me to go? What's the reading going to be? So I could turn mm. a card over for Tim and it could be the same card for you, but they'd mean completely different things, but they'd be the right. same card. Right. It's a starting point for you to then be psychic. It starts you off on the road. Laura, mm. I don't think that you should be messing with that. I'm just going to say, uh, <laughs> you know, that's my advice. <laughs> Leave uh, it to the professionals <laughs> like Adrian. Right, right. Okay. Adrian, what a perfect day. Lovely to connect with you. Laura would love to have a reading. Let's oh, be in yeah. touch real soon. You know, you're going to be in the area. Have you come in studio? Yes and, yes. and do some readings. Would you be down for that? Oh, I would love that. If you make me a cup of tea, I'll go anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meanwhile, go check out unscriptedparanormal.com. That takes you to his various videos. Adrian Lee is amazing. I'm sorry it's been so long since last we talked, but let's get together again real soon. That's very kind of you, sir. I appreciate your time. It's always a pleasure to chat with you and hang out. Thank you. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.